Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. We are live inside the GT Toys studio. That's Toys with a Z. And, uh, man, I was just uh, just kind of reminiscing over a week ago when I looked out and I saw that big, beautiful sun out there. Because we hadn't seen it in over a week. It, wasn't, it didn't happen in Vegas. <laughs> we didn't have any sun out there. But thanks to uh, Belfort Property Restoration for sending us out there. Restoring Levant and Gaz uh, to the big game coverage there. Oh, man. Um Robbery, I, yeah, yeah, Robbery. I, Don't try to give them a I, pass at the top of this show. Highway. I thought that would be you yelling and screaming off the top well, of the show today about what happened last night. Right here on your home for the Knicks, Fox Sports 95, 9 to 90. Robbery. Where's Jamal? Where's the biggest Knicks fan we know? I think everybody fainted. I think everybody just because all right, so here's here's the deal. I've I've been known to uh kind of tell everybody to get off the back of the refs. I've been that guy because it's just like whatever happens, whatever. Um, I am outraged. I do feel like this game was 100% stolen. Now that I feel it, the league admitted it right after the game was over. Hey, we made a bad call. Uh, But I felt that in order to add more validity to it, I would allow you who has just, you know, you're kind of dipping your toe into the pool of Knicks fandom. You're not fully in. I'd let you go. Because that way it's not me being a full homer. Let me go back to what you just said there. Because you and I have done this for a long time, and we have come on shows leading off about bad calls about officials. Football, baseball, basketball, any. we This is the bread and butter of sports talk radio. Whether your team got robbed or your coach did something stupid or who's the goat in rank, that is the money-making content here. I have never in the history of this show let off this show with this statement from the Associated Press, LeVac, byline, Houston, Texas. Quote, the Houston Rockets got a win after a call referees said was wrong. This isn't a tweet going out at 1130 at night. This isn't Dean Blaine Dino on Zoom slowing it down with the marker. This is the Associated Press yeah. having a headline national story saying, uh-oh, we got this one wrong. I cannot believe how bad of a call that was. And we all know now that almost 18 hours has passed. The official thought a foul was going to come because Holiday falls back and he looks weird when he's shooting. So whether you're officiating Leprechaun League basketball at St. Patrick's Church or you're doing CYO (laughs) or anything else, you never anticipate the call. You never do that. That official made a mistake. He thought there was a foul going to come, even late in the game, which is odd. He blew the whistle, barely any contact. They go to the review. Uh-oh, we can't review this? Right. We really call the foul? That, that might be the worst part of all of this. So you can review the time. So the officials were able to review the clock and whether or not time was needed to be put on or taken off. They can't review the play. Why stop the stupid game unless you can review things? That's just silly. Like that, if if one thing gets fixed from all this, let's rev- let's let's make reviews uh, able to review things. How about that? Especially after the two minute mark, one minute of the game, we have the technology to do it. There are times in the NBA, balls inbounds, balls out of bounds. We can check that. Goaltending, not goaltending. The ball going in the before the buzzer, or not. 
there is the technology to do this. Mm-hmm. We can just look and see if he bumped him. Like, if he hit his hand, okay, it's a foul. He bumps him with the body below that sometimes you get away with, okay. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. And it's a February game against a bad Rockets team. But what Knicks fans can talk about today with us, and the phone lines are open at 518-690-0980. If you want to go off about how bad the call was, we'll let you lead off the show if you want it. 518-690-0980, thanks to Elevation 10,000. We could realistically, LeVac, be sitting here in April, and if it's a battle between Cleveland and Milwaukee and New York and Indiana, the seeding of the New York Knicks could be determined by one game, and we could point back and say they got robbed against Houston. Could they have beaten Houston in overtime? Of course. Could they have lost? Maybe, because they're shorthanded and they needed to come back last night. But they got absolutely hosed on that final call on the road against the Rockets. 100%. 100%. It's been, and, and that's been the story of the day. But I honestly, I, I got to be, I, I got to be real with you because I do feel, I feel like there's a little hyperbole in saying, you know, oh, you're going to lose the top seed or something because of this one game. I, you know, it's 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 like you know me. It's not a must-win game unless it's like th- this game decides whether or not you go to the playoffs or or you advance or whatever. Um, but I do I do feel like there I'm I'm noticing a, another developing issue, and, and maybe it's because I'm sensitive to it. Maybe it's not, but I would like everyone to keep an eye on this. Now, you've heard of the Jordan rules. You heard of Hack a Shack. I believe that there is a new one out there, and it's called Batter Brunson. I think that they are go the Brunson's what 6'2, 190. He's a smaller point guard. He's a smaller guard in the league. He's out there with a black eye, rolled ankle. It was the first half, he's getting shoulder checked to the floor. Like I think that they are because look, let's let's be perfectly honest. No Julius Randle. It's gonna be tough, but the Knicks have a chance to advance into the playoffs and do some things. No. Mitchell Robinson, we can we can make some things happen. No OG Ananobi, okay, we'll maybe make some. No Jalen Brunson, you're done. It's over. J- this this team goes as far as Jalen Brunson wills them to go, and I think you're seeing teams look at each other and go, "Hey, you know you know how you keep the Knicks from being good right now? Throw a shoulder, drop an elbow, go full WWE on Brunson. Hey, maybe you'll miss a game or two. As long as he misses twenty, it'll be fine." Load management has a negative connotation still. In baseball, I don't they didn't use load management in baseball. They use another term where it's like conserving the arm. We've heard different terms of pitchers. This is an opportunity for people like Levac and I who think it gets overused too much in sports and arguably at times ruins the best product in sports. I'm okay with someone pulling Brunson aside here and being like, live to fight another day. We're we're gonna throw in the towel for you. There's going to be many more fights because he plays with so much heart where you're thinking, hey, man, it is a February Monday against Houston. We would like that to be April or May against Indiana or Milwaukee. And it's hard. You can't tell an athlete to go 90%, especially a guy like Brunson, who's been 100% plus his entire life. Well, that's why he's what he is. Exactly right. That felt like in moments in that game where he's getting absolutely beat. I, I kept thinking about Iverson watching him and listening to him last night of, the Iverson hits that he used to take yeah. in a different style of the NBA, but so much fun and so easy to root for with Brunson. That's why it felt like of all the guys who get called for that foul, it's going to be him. Like that's the guy. That's another amazing part about last night's game that a New York sports fan, 
and right here, you're the voice of the Capital Region Sports Fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Lavac asks that if a New York athlete committed a penalty, a foul, a mistake like that, there have been times where probably you and I are guilty of this as fans and media members, that we would torch that athlete. How could you do that? What an idiot. How stupid. Brunson's not getting that today. Because there would be people who would be like, why would Brunson do No, no, no. It is full defense of Jalen Brunson. You want a compliment of how much New York sports fans love Jalen Brunson? Not one person has criticized that foul. Not one person is like, Brunson, you should have just backed up a little bit, man. Hey, you shouldn't have jumped. Nobody. I haven't seen a single tweet even going at Jalen Brunson. That's how much he's loved by New York fans. That even though the articles has got deeper into those details, would say Brunson's foul cost the Knicks the game, nobody's blaming him. And that's how much fans love him right now. It's he is it, it, he's special. The way he plays is special. The way he pushes is special. He, you know, the fact that he rolled his ankle, he's got the black eye. He's still out there each and every night. He's the one jumping out of the gym to try and block the what could have been a game-winning shot and getting the bad the bad penalty call. Meanwhile, Mitchell Robinson's out for most of the season. Julius Randle's out for a couple more weeks. Uh, OG Ananobi, we didn't even see what the injury was. That happened. He had to have loose bodies removed from his elbow. And now Dante DiVincenzo gets pulled for a hammy injury in the fourth. The little dude who's getting battered is out there each and every play. He's playing 38, 40 minutes a game, and he's getting battered. Yeah, right now, Randall literally just showed up on TV in front of me. Randall, shoulder, Ananobi, elbow, DiVincenzo, hamstring, Hardenstein, Achilles, Robinson, ankle. And then, and then here's this dude who's just – duct taped and bubble gum together because he's getting slapped to the floor every chance they get and he's still out there balling i don't know if i'll ever do this for the podcast audience but because our show feels like a rocket i guess pun intended talking about these teams playing against each other that i want to name some of our full show episodes because there feels like when you're going so fast you have themes today's theme is the good the bad and the ugly because again the good the bad and the ugly from this last night there are some things to look at levac just covered the ugly like there's the ugly actually physically ugly some of the beatings that took place. The bad, I love our broadcast crew here on Fox Sports 95, 9 to 980. I've learned this from you, LeVac, that it's not so bad sometimes that if you are the home team to have a little bit of Homer in the broadcast. There's a certain broadcaster for the Yankees that's done it for a long time. Uh, I think it's Scott Zolak for the Patriots would yell and scream. There are certain people that find themselves endearing to the fan base that's listening to the home broadcast to be a little bit of a Homer. Last night, it was a different crew on the Knicks broadcast. I kind of wish we had the A team because the B team last night was not going as crazy as they should have, especially seeing it physically. So that's my little bad from our critique last night. I think it's a fair critique. I actually wanted more homerism, if that's a word, on the broadcast. <laughs> the good. Did you hear some of these quotes from Tom Thibodeau and Jalen Brunson last night post game? No. Jalen Brunson at the end of the game was asked about what he thought of the foul multiple times by the New York media. Every time he answered with the same quote, great call. Next yeah, oh, question. I did, I did hear that. I'm great sorry. call. Next yeah. question. Tom yeah. Thibodeau, what do you think about the ending of the game? Tough way to lose a game. Said it twice in a row. Yeah. Both guys, that's good. A good way to keep yeah. money in your pocket and not well, get fined. Keep money in your pocket and put the spotlight on the situation. Because there, nobody, nobody's like, oh, well, they were okay with it. <laughs> like, no, no, they weren't. No, no, it's obvious. I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's what it was. Um, it, it's, it, you know, it sucks it, and it's, but it's against 82 game season. If you're a Knicks fan, you need to make sure Brunson's protected. 
You need and listen. I believe that not only do you not get fined in a situation like that, if I'm the referee and I'm getting worn out, was it Mallory? He got asked after yeah. the game. He's yep. like, and he's like, well, you know, in the post game, I watched it, and he was able to do everything he's supposed to do, even land in a normal position, and it should not have been a penalty. To not have those guys wear you out more, to have those guys try to shut it down, I think I look at those guys and go, if there's one team I'm going to make sure I get the calls right for, it's this one because they, they had a chance to put the stake right through my heart, and instead they just kept their mouth shut. As a matter of fact, I might find them before the next game I officiate for them and go, hey, I appreciate you not wearing me out. Now, mind you, I've seen the shots of Tibbs on the sideline at the end of the game, and they have to blur his face because he's, you know, he he's <laughs> wait a second. He's not saying Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you tried to code something in there, Levac. You left what, a little. Me? You left a little hidden message in Never. there. No, no, no. I see what you did there. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't disagree with any of your takes because I do believe the officials will talk about the Knicks going forward. However, did you leave a little message in there of, by the way, because of the officiating screwing the Knicks, you better hammer the Knicks in their next game because they're going to uh-huh. get a lot of calls to go in their favor. Is that what you just did with that hidden message? I am not. Listen, I, I have to evaluate. Was it Wednesday night? I have to evaluate that game because they are so banged up. I almost I almost look at it. If, if I was Tibbs, I may very well. We're so close to the All-Star break. I may very well sit Brunson and just take it. Take whatever happens. Because right now, like I said, he, I don't. He's the only guy who's healthy, that, or, and he's not healthy. So maybe it's a workload night. Maybe it's a maybe the uh, the G League gets a call. You know, hey, send up send up anybody wearing blue and orange. We'll give him the calls, but it's going to be Dante DiVincenzo. That's fine. No, and he's Taj hurt Gibson, too. Th- thank you, Taj Gibson. I'm yes. just thinking like deeper in the the rotation here of like, yeah, you get all the calls you want if you've got yeah the uh, the G League squad taking the court. Are they called the Westchester Knicks? Is that where they still are? Know. They might be. Yeah, so you're, yeah, you're at you're at the Bulls for the I'm wow no, what am I like? no you might yeah. look maybe it was the G League schedule thing yeah I am. I'm looking at the G League <laughs> schedule now it's it's just this is it's just such a they're just taking such a beating physically now they've lost three in a row yeah they're at Orlando coming up for this one and and then you get a break you get a break so again I might look at Brunson and just be like have a seat kid. You're taking a seat, and you're getting that way. Little rest. If you do play in the All Star game, great, good for you. I'd rather you didn't, but good for you. It's the first time you get to go. Good for you. And then we'll get ready, and we'll we'll hammer the Seventy Sixers on the twenty second. That's that's what we'll do. Magic fans probably gonna hang their hat on this game at some point. If somehow the combinations work out, like let's say it's a three six, even Knicks fans' best case scenario, it's a two seven. Orlando's gonna look back and say we beat the Knicks. We beat them way back. Yeah, nobody played. Nobody was on the court. I'm not positive they can beat them anyway. So it doesn't matter. Maybe the G League will be fine. It'll be it'll be great. Um, yeah. So batter Brunson. Keep an eye on that. That's got to that's got to stop. We got to make sure Brunson's okay because it's we will go as far as he allows us to go in this league. Uh, how about uh, elevating how far you can go, my friends? That would be a great way to live live your life. Just elevate your brand. Elevate what you're up to. You can do that with Elevation Ten Thousand. Our buddy Dave McClett and the team, Christian, Josh, just to name a few, uh, Blake, who we talked to yesterday. I've seen that car, that Cars for Cash commercial a hundred times since yesterday. I hadn't seen it before, and I 
I don't know. I feel like the guy's name is EJ. He was in the commercial. The guy who owns cars. I feel like he should be slightly more offended than I should be. I feel like my belly's bigger than his. <laughs> my beard is sweet though. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's you know what? We're two good looking dudes. And and now because of Elevation Ten Thousand, I'm aware of EJ's existence. Uh, just one of the millions of things they've done. They make great commercials that are up for awards. Uh, they make great plans for your marketing, uh, apparel, gear, everything from tablecloths to keychains. They can help you with it. So when you're putting your business plan together and you get to that point where you go, I wish I had. Well, all you have to do is go to Elevation 10,000. So elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. Um, a lot of drama coming out of the Super Bowl. Let's let's t- let's hit some of the drama headlines. Let's let's get tabloidish up in here. Coming up next, right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by Discover. Some troubles in Albany this afternoon. We're slow on both sides of Route 9, right in the area of Manan Road. That is all because of an accident being worked on. It's especially slow on that northbound side. We're also slow on Route 9 in Latham, right near Alternate 7. 787, I-90, the Northway, and the Thruway look good. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Sneezing, coughing, a stuffy nose, runny nose, post-nasal drip, interrupted sleeping. I just I was groggy at the end of the day. Allergies and sinus congestion were making Jana miserable. Then, a friend recommended Navage. Navage provides immediate drug-free congestion relief, flushing your nasal passages with refreshing saline and sucking out mucus germs and other airborne irritants. Navage helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel your best right away. Navage gave me instant relief. I didn't have to wait 30 minutes. I didn't have to wait an hour, 90 minutes. I didn't have to wait. I didn't have to wait a minute. I just, I ran the rinse and I felt immediately, I felt better. Stop suffering from congestion and start breathing and feeling your best again with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. I've had people ask me how I find relief and I tell them Navage immediately. This thing is amazing. Navage is available at Navage.com or at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Above and Beyond Fire Safety Security reminds you that President's Day is a day to honor all former presidents of the U.S. and to reflect on how fortunate we are to live in this great country. Above and Beyond provides the customers in our care with prompt and professional fire inspection services. We pride ourselves on quick response to the needs of our customers. Above and Beyond Fire, helping you stay safe for all your fire protection needs from extinguishers to sprinklers and alarm. We have you covered. Call 1-800-206-9102. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-337-6655. 
That's 800-337-6655. 800-337-6655. Wake up. Breakfast. And Nature Made Vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, Nature Made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with Nature Made, the number one pharmacist recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. LeVac, this Thursday we're going to be live at Mohawk Honda. Come join us 3 to 5 out live. You, me, our friend Nadia, live from Mohawk Honda, Freeman's Bridge. You want me to be there? Yeah. Okay. Help you. Did you realize we're there Thursday? I, I go where the voices in my head tell me. Oh, okay. I got to go see our guy John in service. All right, John. John, I went a whole month without having to visit you, but I will be stopping in. Whatever you need from Mohawk on, and now's your time in 2024. You know, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. What a wonderful surprise that would be for the significant other in your life, the girlfriend, the wife, the fiance. I've got the beautiful gift for you, love. It is a brand new ride at Mohawk on. 2024 is there. When you stop in, Cam McKenna is who I work with, but everybody over there, from Brian McKenna, the VIP man, Morales, Lindsey Harrington, Greg Johnson, the whole staff there will make sure everything is good for you. Uh, by the way, shout out to our guy, Nate. He was texting us during the Super Bowl. And Nate, Nick, Grace, Ben, oh. <laughs> the whole social media staff is great. You were giving poor Nate some grief. Oh, the guy finally, I, I, I'll, I'll get into that. Get, I'll get into that. Right, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that next. If we How about to. the greatness that is Mohawk Honda? Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. People you can trust during the Carbon experience. Get your new ride today for Mohawk Honda and come visit us Thursday we broadcast live from 3 to 5. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I will start by saying this. Nate from the Mohawk family is one of my favorite people on the planet. I love talking to Nate. We do all kinds. He's very helpful to me, um, you know, whenever we're doing some kind of message through through Mohawk or, you know, even with the Firebird stuff. So, so Nate does this really cool thing over at Mohawk and he he taught me about it where when they bring in the new salespeople and stuff he spends time with each one of them and helps them figure out how to get their message across on social media so like you know you know Cam Ken and all that stuff and the, Mike the Martian all those things these people sit down jam with Jess they sit down with Nate and Nate works with them on the best way to get the message they want to get out on social media and make them a better sales rep because of that. It's amazing. It's real, like uh, it's really, really cool. And to the point where he's actually, you know, put together a similar thing for, for Ben Nelson, who does my media over at the Firebirds to do with some of the players. Cause some of the players are very interested in that media part and what they're going to do next. And it's like, well, Nate, will you help me help them? Not only the future of business, the future of athletics for sure. NIL, all that stuff, that's an absolute business on the way. That's going to seem like commonplace, but Nate's very much ahead of the curve. He's like a coach over yeah. there for that. It's really cool. Now I will tell you when he annoyed the hell out of me. He, I know he, he's he's not a sports guy, okay? He's not. He, he pays attention to sports at certain times. He likes a good story, loves to have fun, likes to interact with you and I about sports. I don't talk to people when I'm watching a football game that I'm really into. Never have, probably never will. When I was a kid, my mother bought me a little portable color TV because I would skip family functions to watch the Raiders. Okay? Like, 
legitimately, if there was a party in the yard or a, a neighbor's house or any of those things, and there was a game on, I would go out until the game kicked, and then I would go inside. I would come out during halftime, and I would go back inside until the game was over. That's me. It's always been me. You know we've watched games together. I'm I'm relentless. I've broken things in my house over Raiders games. So this Super Bowl, I was very invested responsibly. It was money I was up, but I didn't want to lose. And you two are going back and forth, and I'm like, okay, all right, cool, whatever. And I was fine. I was just I was like, I was gonna say something eventually, but I was just watching the game, and all of a sudden Nate goes, Levac's too good to talk to us. And I was like, damn you, Nate. Nate, who is a very, you know, God-fearing man. <laughs> I go, this would be like me bothering you during church or mass. So, yeah. No, he, you know, he got, he, you know, he got me on that one. Like, oh, Levesque's too good. And he knows it. He knows when he gets me, we're friends. So, that bothered me. Yeah, for I was mad. For someone who might be listening right now, who maybe someone in their life is the casual sports fan, a better way to compare this to what Levesque is talking about is like, if you're at the movie theater and you're watching a movie and someone two rows in front of you is on their cell phone, it might drive you insane. If you're watching your favorite television show and someone's yapping away and ruin, like, don't ruin this for me. Don't. That's how Levac's mindset is during games. Like, I get it. I've well, seen you. I, I get it. And you, you, we, so the, the show run is a living document. Yeah. Like it's uh, the way we play in the show. You saw my notes from the game. I had the first, I had probably three pages worth of notes from the Super Bowl. I did. I just, there was enough things there that I saw. So like that's me. Like I'm I'm like on my phone going, oh, okay, this is cool. Okay, I probably want to mention that. I might this is this growing into something? Is this a and then Oh, you're too good to talk to me? No, I'm working. I'm working. Stop it. How dare you? I'm a bad I don't know if it's a bad thing. I, I'm a second screener for sure. Like I'll be watching or listening to a sporting event and then have a whole different page over here of like yeah. how's everyone reacting? For you know, some stuff, yeah. yes. For some stuff, especially in group text messages. But I get it. Like, hey man, give me like five minutes. I swear, I will text you back. You know me well enough. Yeah. If you if if I'm watching Red Zone, there's a pretty decent chance I probably can't talk about any of the games the next day. I probably can't talk about any of them. But if I'm if like the Jets are in the Giants and the Bills, the local teams are on, I'll watch them and I'll pay attention to them. And because of my ADHD, I'll take notes because it's the only way I can have a real like. Sure, I can watch the All Twenty Two or Sports Center or whatever. It's not the same as that. So like that, like, I, and I'm fine. Like, I get it if people don't get upset with me over it. I'm fine. I don't really care enough to get upset. But when people actually say, "Oh, you don't care," it's like, I'm, how dare you? You know better. So that was that was that that was the drama there. Did you see what Marshawn Lynch did? Yeah, I saw the video of Marshawn doing this, and I'm a little discouraged by it because I know every place he was. Yeah, we were there. We, we just missed it. We just missed it. I know all the spots he was at. So there's a lot of people out there who are trying to decide, like, because the Super Bowl is played out on the Raiders field, like, who who would the Raiders want to see win less? Um, and honestly, I think for me, I would have I would have preferred I I would have preferred Kansas City lost just because. I'm a Raiders fan, and I remember always hating San Francisco. Um, and I grew up when San Francisco was the was the big dog. But I like I like Patrick Mahomes. I do. I don't I don't want to. Travis Kelsey, if he's not bumping into Andy Reid, he's a pretty pretty interesting dude. It's fun to watch. I like the drama of whether or not will Jason would Jason Kelsey try to come back 
and beat Travis in a Super Bowl. The even though he won't have as many rings, he has one over him. Kind of, like the drama is good. For, I like it a lot. But Marshawn Lynch wanted to remind people that if you're really from the Bay, you are. If you if you're Raiders, you hate the 49ers, and if you're Niners, you hate the Raiders. Q told us about it on the show. You pick a side, and it's done. It's civil war. So Marshawn Lynch is walking through Mandalay Bay, Mandalay places, and I think he went to the Luxor. Microphone with a camera. Yo, are you a 49ers fan? Yes. Bleep you right in their face. <laughs> and then laughing and walking away. Hey, are you a 49ers fan? Yes. Bleep you. Like swearing in your, like spittle hitting you. Grown man style, spittle hitting you, bleep you. And look, man, I'm all about a good bit. I'm all about making sure people know that I'm part of Raider Nation. How like and I know I know Marshawn Lynch is a different dude. Like you pack a lunch if you're gonna try and swing on him. I think if someone yelled bleep you in my face, I might I might just react and then wake up wherever I end up. The <laughs> Niner fan in particular. Yeah. Like if you Google fan attacked at sporting event, the 49ers pop up a lot more yeah. than people realize. Like a lot. Marshawn was in a dangerous territory with that bit. That feels like someone said, you know, it'd be really funny, dude. Is if we get a phone and all the 49ers fans, you just tell them off. Oh, you know, that is really funny. But no one really thought about the consequences. I don't. I would like to see the raw footage of that. Uh, it looked good on social media for like the 90-second bit they did. But I wonder if there was a moment where things are going in the wrong direction. They didn't see Marshawn. We can't put this part out there. Dangerous. I, I can't imagine going up to sports fans and doing that. Right. And just assuming you're going to trust everybody. There was some... There were some hard people walking around the closer we got to game day. There were some Raider fans walking around that, like, I would not have messed with. There was some Falcon fans. Like, there was there were some people around there that I was just like, I'm going to go ahead and get out your way. We haven't shared this story, but when you get in the uh, – my sister-in-law, Rennell, we're taking a yeah. ride to the airport to the Luxor, and she has no clue you're a Raider fan. Yeah. And she just starts roasting the Raider <laughs> fan base. She's like, they're so rude and they're so mean. And they're, you know what? They're really aggressive. I don't like any Raider fan. Silence. Levac's a Raider fan. Well, I'm like, not all I'm like I thought we were good. <laughs> I didn't know. But that was, that was, that was there. But there was like, there's a significant amount of drama that has come out of, of Super Bowl Sunday now. Um, <laughs> Do you see that Taylor Swift may have finally got revenge on Kanye? No. So Brandon Marshall has a podcast, everyone has a podcast, Paper Routes. And he alleges, and he's he's kind of swears by this, that Kanye and his and his wife or whoever and his group strategically bought seats in front of Taylor Swift's box, right where she was sitting, the suite where she was, knowing the camera was going to be on them the whole time and he'd be able to like kind of steal some 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 fame. Oh my gosh. Brandon Marshall says T-Swift got word of this and put a stop to it. Said, no, he's going to need to move or I'm not going to be here. Now, there's no proof of this. Just Brandon Marshall say so. But if Taylor Swift said, I'm not putting up with that dude, I would not blame her. And I would love the fact that it worked. Not only do I believe that story, not only do I truly believe believe that that happened, but I will push it a, a little further. There, I believe, is video evidence out there that this was confirmed and happened. Now, we'll never get confirmation from both sides, but this is really deep. So I was watching the pregame show 
This is about 90 minutes before kickoff. I'm making sure Paramount Plus worked, which, by the way, not all the time did it work. No. Thank it, goodness it, for Nickelodeon. Yeah. But there's a moment, like, at the 4.30 mark on the East Coast, that's closer to two hours before kickoff, that they show Taylor Swift talking to Roger Goodell. And if you don't know somebody really well, it seemed like there was, like, a business conversation. Like, we're just having a back and forth. But now looking back, it makes more sense of, like, I wonder if Taylor Swift was thanking Roger, like, hey, I had an issue up here. I know this is the best for both of us, both for a league and both for my brand. I appreciate you taking care of this problem. I'm maybe huge reach, but go try to find the clip of Taylor Swift and Roger Goodell talking in the suite. That conversation looks like a, hey, thank you for helping me. Let's build a relationship. I think there's actual video evidence of that out there. Well, there, I mean, there's there's people who are alleging or at least think, and it's, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility, that the NFL has been paying since since they saw the pop, the the Taylor Swift this the T swizzle pop in ratings, they've been paying for her to get there. They've been making sure she gets whatever she needs to make sure she comes back. Which I again, not a stupid idea, because I believe this was the highest rated sporting event in history now, or something like that. This the, the highest second half. I believe it's the highest rated television event since the moon landing. Okay. But the highest rated sporting event ever. Yes. And only, yeah, the only thing to have more rate, higher ratings would be the moon landing, which is fake, by the way. Um, sorry. The NFL <laughs> scripted. Um, what else? There's a Nazi base in the Denver airport. I'm just giving all the conspiracy theories. Earth, Earth is flat. Was that President Biden tweet not real? <laughs> well, that's what, were you the one who said it was? I don't know if it was or wasn't. I might have got fooled. I just like we fooled. planned it. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I just, I, man. If I was her, I wouldn't want him near me because of what happened before. I'm going to let you finish. But, you know, Beyonce had the greatest album of all time. Of all time. I'd be like, yo, that dude cannot be near me. That dude, that dude cannot be near me. If he's here, I'm out. And, you know, ratings-wise, right now, she swings a bigger hammer. What a level of rich to be, to remove oh the God. enemies. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, where we could, I'm trying to think if we could get a like I might be able to pull that like Hooters. I think like Hooters I could walk in and be like, if you do not remove this person, I will leave. And they'd be like, that's a lot of wings and beer. We better we better help him out. Dana White trying to do that with Ariel Helwani. He's probably actually successful. I believe Helwani uh, still hasn't got a credential. Uh you what you just did there about Hooters though, this is Tony Kornheiser. Tony Kornheiser, who's one of the, the kings of this medium, sports radio, he's one of the, the founding fathers of it, said three things about sports radio that this is the reason you should do it if you ever become a host. One, uh, the corny answer, build relationships with the local community, blah, blah, blah. Actually, that's su super important. Levesque and I really do do that. But Kornheiser always poo-pooed the first one. The second one is you can always get a good seat at a restaurant. You and I have been very fortunate with that second one. We have been taken care of by a lot of wonderful people across the Capital Region. That's not because of the sports talk. That's because we're so great to talk to. The third one that Tony Kornheiser loved about sports talk radio is it was a forum to destroy your enemies. <laughs> so Taylor Swift, looks like you've got a good seat. Looks like you're destroying your enemies and you've built a relationship with fans and relationships with local communities. And the You're a sports radio host, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Tony Kornheiser called it. You just followed she's, our game plan. She's, I mean, that's my, my favorite, my favorite points about her though. Other people was like, I've loved my team for all these years and never seen a championship. Taylor Swift's been in a football for 10 games and she gets the chief championship. <laughs> it's bogus. No good. Not happy about it. Uh, it is uh it is Levac and guys coming up. I want to, you, you mentioned Paramount plus 
I'm gonna I'm gonna start some more drama for you. I'm gonna because I can because I feel like it. But first, I shall solve all the drama. The reason you need a good seat in these restaurants is because it's the best place to enjoy hookers and weed, my friends. You need a good seat for hookers and weed. Actually, you just need any seat for hookers and weed, and then enjoy responsibly. Hookers and weed is an amazing craft lager that you're going to enjoy with your friends, your family. Everyone over the age of 21 is welcome to enjoy it. JJ Hookers and Willoughby Weed, two lovely ladies, entrepreneurs, if you will, who have come together to make this fine craft beverage, which they have uh, labeled with their own last names, hookers and weed. That's right. And if you'd like to know where you can enjoy fabulous hookers and weed, just go to hookersandweed.com. Make sure you spell it just as I've said it, hookersandweed.com, or else you could end up in a very precarious place. Uh, maybe look for it on your phone first, off of the work Wi-Fi, hookersandweed.com. Well, look, we love hookers and weed. At some point during that conversation, was it Alan Thick was the host of Lifestyles and the Rich and Famous? No, so have, no. No, was that not him? No. Whoever hosted oh. that show, you started sounding like halfway through. No. Here we are. The Lucas and we. Alan and Thick was what? Fam, family Ties or something I like that? I think so. Yeah. I can't remember the, right. the British guy's name. We'll now. find out who hosted Lifestyles Rich and Famous, and we'll give more Levac and Gaz on the way next. Five yes. Sports. Make sure you go to hookersandweed.com. Pay less for the dress, sponsored by CDPHP, is officially coming back to Proctor's Key Hall on March 8th. A chance to buy a new or gently used prom dress or formal wear for just $9.95. Tickets are on sale now at proctors.org and are limited, so get them today. You also still have time to drop off your own gently used formal dress at any area best cleaners by February 23rd. All proceeds benefit the Proctor's Scholarship Fund and the Center for Disability Services. It's pay less for the dress. Friday, March 8th from 4 to 9 p.m. and tickets at proctors.org. A special thanks to CDPHP, Proctors, and Best Cleaners. My wife and I both, we ended up mildly sick for a few months, and the nasal congestion was probably the worst part. I had like a post-nasal drip, just super congested all the time. We were taking everything we possibly could, but nothing really worked. Kyrie was miserable until a friend recommended Navage. Navage offers immediate drug-free congestion relief, flushing your nasal passages with refreshing saline and sucking out mucus, germs, and other airborne irritants. Don't live in misery this cold season. Use Navage so you can breathe easier sleep better and feel your best right away the biggest thing navage has done has completely cleaned out my nasal passages it, it was from the first use i was able to just clear out anything that was stopping me from breathing correctly navage helps me clear the way literally clear the way for me to operate better in the rest of my life experience the navage difference yourself navage is available at navage.com or at walmart walgreens cvs and rite aid navage nav A-G-E. To my newborn baby boy, the day you arrived was one of the happiest days of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV from that guy on the internet and insured it with Progressive. Mm, what a deal. Just know, son, I'll always be here for you. And by here, I mean in the middle of absolutely nowhere. In my RV. Protect your baby with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan. Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. One of your favorite things to do is reference our good friend from the Colony Chamber, Tom Nolte, who just uh, texted Robin Leach. Yes, Robin uh, Leach, host of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I don't know why I made it my Irish. That'd be great. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Got me a 12-pack of bud. I'm ready to go. The late Robin Leach, Alan Thicke's son, 
Robin Thicke. That's why I got those two confused. Robin Leach, a legend. Yeah, so I made one person from them both, and here we are. Um, how was all right? So you watched the Super Bowl on Paramount Plus? I watched. Yes, I did. Yes. How was it? Frustrating. Annoying. You really? Know, you know me with technology too. Like I assume it's always my fault that like maybe I don't. Jordan, why is this not? Is it the television? I'm trying to put the kids to sleep, Thomas. I watched four plays with SpongeBob, and I got to go back to SpongeBob now. Why is Nickelodeon working? <laughs> we'll tell you. The first half was way better with SpongeBob. Second half was good just to watch. Um, a lot of people were complaining that there were some dropouts, cutouts, and stuff like that from Paramount Plus. Um, Wall Street Journal believes you better get used to it. Because they are reporting uh, via multiple sources that next season at least one more playoff game will only be available to those who subscribe to a streaming service uh, this time around. So they're thinking either Amazon Prime or Paramount Plus will get a, a full-blown playoff game on top of everybody. After Peacock got it last season. Yeah. 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 Peacock played one, paid 110. Now they're saying Prime or Paramount Plus will grab one too. Prime feels like they can handle it, and I have that, so that's I like that one the best. It feels like these monster media companies are just putting pressure. Like it's a great game of poker. Of oh, you don't think you're gonna subscribe, huh? <laughs> okay, let's go to the table and find yeah. out your hand. Then we'll can find you out. live without this movie? Yeah, no, that's fine. That's okay. How about this television show? That's okay. How about this original programming that we made? I don't even know what it is. I've never seen it before. It doesn't matter. How about the NFL? Damn it! Ah, I'm going to pay. How about the Yankees? No, Grandpa, no. (laughs) Man, it's. it's... I'll watch Marvelous Miss Basil, please. Please, (laughs) I'll do it. Just don't do it. Paramount Plus, what's on here? Uh, Big Brother, great. I'll watch. Fine. You got me. I'll do what I'm told. I'm sorry. We missed this big story when we were flying around that allegedly Fox, ESPN, NBC, Universal, everybody's merging in the future. Allegedly, they're all going to merge together and have one big sports package. I I called for this. Yeah, you did. I called for this. And I believe when I said I would like someone to negotiate with all the streaming services, put them all together for one low price, I believe it was you who mocked me and said, that's cable. (laughs) But yeah, and that's the thing. Let's be real. At a point, cable was great. Cable was great. Cable got greedy. Like... I have um, internet and base cable, so I have one cable box in my house and internet, and it's 130 bucks a month. Now I got to pay for the streaming services on all the other televisions, so I've got NFL Plus, I've got this, I got that, I got the other thing. Um, the <laughs> I knew my daughter couldn't live without Disney Plus, so I didn't bother getting that. I knew she would. <laughs> They 100% got greedy. Levac, it's a tale as old this time in the land of sports media. The old newspaper writer, the old Sports Illustrated writer. Oh, you think the internet's going to beat a newspaper? <laughs> we'll see. That didn't work out well. Television news. Oh, you, what, you think a streaming service? People are going to sign up for this instead of watching basic cable? Ah, they lost. But here we stand in the audio format. That's why we love our podcast audience. We're prepared. We're not going to get arrogant and greedy on this side. The audio audience will be just fine. 
I hope. I'm I hope. hearing I things. I'm hearing things. All right, all right. I like the podcast audience. We appreciate you. And our live audience, of course. I hear we things. will not fall for that trap like our past cocky and arrogant media brethren of the past. I've heard things. I've heard I've heard uh talk that AM will be targeted by others. I've heard this but you have to remember, I've been in radio a while. Many moons ago I was in the radio world when they came out with a thing called AM stereo. Huh? And AM stereo is going to be the death of FM. Now no one has AM stereo. I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> then it was HD radio was going to kill everything. HD's finally coming around. And it's been about 20 years <laughs> since they told me it was going to take everything out. <laughs> then it was satellite radio. And a man named Howard O'Stern was going to go there and ruin regular radio. Yet here we are. It's still here. Yeah, we're, on, a, we're on like 15 radio frequencies on this damn show. That Stern hasn't left his house in four <laughs> years. <laughs> he, he's actually in the great Oz. He doesn't even really exist anymore. <laughs> you got to walk a yellow brick road full of vaccines. Oh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's just it's crazy. But again, like if if that's true, if those if all those major entities are going to get together and build some form where I can watch it all. I'm in. I'll, I'll do it. As it. Make it reasonably priced, and I'll do it. That's why I did NFL Plus. But now even NFL Plus has gotten squirrely on me. Because NFL Plus, if it's part... So, on my phone, I can watch like almost any game. But on my laptop, or if I like a Fire Stick or a Smart TV, if I don't have the streaming service which is attached to the game... It won't let me watch. Like most of the, during the whole regular season, I could watch on because I I have cable. I could watch because it was aired locally on cable. Now it's messing with me again. It also answered the great question of how much are you willing to pay? Like that that probably is the business question of every anything. Like how much are people willing to pay for a certain product, entertainment, whatever it is? Like this is not going to be in the top four for it, which is coming up in fifteen minutes thanks to Mohawk Honda. But there's rumors out there that the college football expanded playoff has already decided that the four-letter network is going to be their home for the next six years, and it's a six-year deal worth $8 billion. And someone's like, $8 billion? Why would they pay that? Well, they did. They thought it was worth it. They're going to pay $8 billion. There's been some outrageous sports contracts, like Patrick Mahomes. Was this deal like $450, $500 million? I ask because it feels like it changes every year. We get a salary cap expert that says, no, no, no. He's actually only getting paid 30 because it's deferred money for seven years and it goes into a pot and then it spins around and spaghetti comes out. Like, Ooh, I don't nice know. Spaghetti. I don't know what his contract is, but the Chiefs are guaranteed to say, look at all the popularity and everything else, especially this offseason after back to back championships and Taylor Swift. They're going to be on every. You thought Baker Mayfield was bad a few years ago. Get ready for the spring and the summer of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kelsey brothers and Mahomes. So it is what you're worth paying for or what your overall value is. We're going to find out what sports fans are willing to pay over the course of the next few years for cable 2.0. <laughs> They'll call it something cool though. Be like, you know. Sports power package. Yes. yes. You pick package. Um, Get a hold of our package. Hey now. Oh, come on. Um, well, it's just, you know, I just figured they'd have Larry David on there. That'd be great. Um, the, the drama from this year's Super Bowl like I don't, it, it feels like we're at like an all time high, because like Brandon Ayuk's girlfriend and his brother are all they're all posting like 
like in defense of Brandon Ayuk. Like, remember how you got here, all this stuff. Why is he? What, what happened? Because he only had like he, he had a he had a less than average game. He had like one catch. Was, a couple of bad throws by yeah. Purdy. That was the only few bad throws he had. But I, it feels like he's gonna like he wants out almost because of the way everything's going. Um, so that's a problem. The offensive linemen from from the 49ers are getting into it because some somebody tweeted out basically that. Hold on, I'll give you the actual how it went down. This this tweet goes out from Coach Yak, who apparently Jonathan Feliciano, who used to be a Raider, used to be a Giant, now a Niner, took issue with. He's, uh, Colton McKibbitz has one of the best players, is one of the best players in the game, lined up in front of him, and he decides to give him a free rush to Brock Purdy. Sickening. So basically saying when, when Jones went and got a piece of Purdy, Blaming the offensive lineman. Feliciano, I know you know all, so you should know that's not Colton's guy. Well, by doing that, by by firing off that tweet on X, he <laughs> he threw another offensive lineman, right guard, Spencer Burford, under the bus. And Burford's like, whoa, what, what, what the hell? Is that? Why are we, what are we doing? I will give a little respect to Feliciano because he then tweeted out, I'm sorry, bro. I woke up hungover and being a B-word. I'm in, in trying to have ones back. I hurt you. Uh, <laughs> I effed up and apologize. You got nothing but greatness ahead of you. I'm sorry, bro. Like even the offensive linemen are fighting. So we've got the offensive linemen fighting on social media, which is very rare, breaking down tape. We've got Ayuk getting blasted on social media uh, before. One of the shows that airs here on Fox Sports 95.990 is called The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. You could not have timed this up better last night. So because the Knicks tipped off a little bit past 8 o'clock, our schedule is a little different. So you caught the 8 o'clock first few minutes of The Odd Couple's hour. And as if I had tried to time it up like this, Rob Parker goes last night. He's like, you know what? After the way Kyle Shanahan coached last night, it's time for them to fire Kyle Shanahan. And Chris Broussard's like, what? You can't be serious. It's New York Knicks basketball. Oh, no. I'm like, man, I don't know if he's going for, like, the flame throwing, like, let's let this cut through. And I'll be the one who says Shanahan should be fired, which is so stupid. But you couldn't have timed up everybody after Mahomes going out and having an historic comeback performance and being one of the all-time great quarterbacks. The Niners and people want to spin the negativity and say it's this guy, that guy, this guy, and this guy's fault. Everybody's getting the heat. It feels like so. Like I, I mean, I think we can all, like anybody who's actually paying attention to football, not just trying to, you know, get clicks. Kyle Shanahan is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He may be the best coach in the NFL right now to not have a Super Bowl victory. Um, but he went up against Andy Reid, who Andy Reid twenty years. Andy Reid perfected what he's doing, found Patrick Mahomes, and had, and now has won three. So like, Shanahan feels like he's on that same path, like. I feel like he is he is going to get it right. Um, there was that point late in the game where he called the timeout and made Steve Wilkes change his defense, which I would I love that. Like, because I listen, I brought you in here to run my defense, but let's not make any mistakes. It's my defense. I'm the head coach, so you either get it right or you get gone. And I just th- those kind of things I like. I think that's a I think it was a big move from Shanahan. I think he's gonna be just fine. But all this little weird chatter and drama with the 49ers 
I know that a lot of people have been spending the last you know day or two trying to figure out who's going to be back, who has a better chance, where the power ranking goes. And the 49ers are the favorite right now, betting-wise, to win it all next year. But if you've got three offensive linemen getting after it, and you're, Brandon Ayuk might be the most underrated wide receiver in football right now, and they're like everybody's getting after it. Debo Samuel's hurt again. The way he plays, he's just a beast. He's going to get hurt. Brock Purdy's still catching slings and arrows when it, he listen. He played well enough. The only quarterback who was going to beat him was probably Pat, Patrick Mahomes. It's just it's scary that they just they're melting. It looks like there's the drama is kind of overtaking the 49ers. You know this because you wager. I like future wagers too. You uh, listening? You listening might not think this is two different things, but it is. Let me ask you this question. Right now on February 13th, if you had to feel more confident in a bet you were going to lay, of these two options, which would you feel more confident in? That at Super Bowl 59, the Kansas City Chiefs would win the Super Bowl this time next year in New Orleans, or that the San Francisco 49ers would represent the NFC in the game? Which would you feel more confident? Because, again, that is two separate wagers. Is Patrick Mahomes alive? 100%. Then uh, they win again. They three-peat. As long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you're better than everybody else. Not knowing the matchups, not knowing the situation and everything else, I'd also agree with you that the Chiefs would three-peat. And the problem with the Niners, if you even call this a problem, is that during the course of this run to the Super Bowl, pretty sure they needed a comeback victory against Green Bay. I know for a fact they needed one against Detroit. And they sort of, I guess technically it's not a comeback if the game's tied because you had the lead. So they're fine. So they didn't have a comeback against the Chiefs. But they've had to fight and claw back at times throughout this season. So, yeah, Kansas City had to do that too. Kansas City suffered some losses. But the path towards Super Bowl 59, I would go with the Chiefs as well because I've seen them beat all these teams. And teams like Buffalo has to get by Kansas City at some point. They haven't done it. Cincinnati did. They're the only ones. They didn't win the Super Bowl, though. As for the NFC, teams like the Eagles. Hey, uh, they actually had a healthy quarterback this time, and you guys got bumped by Tampa. Teams like Detroit, Tampa's in the mix until someone knocks them off for the NFC South. There are more competitors out there to knock off San Fran than we have evidence that could in comparison to Kansas City, which only the Bengals can claim rights to. We were the ones who knocked mm-hmm. off Mahomes. Who was the last team to beat Kansas City? In the AFC playoffs? No, 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 period. Oh, the Raiders? Yeah. So, well. How you doing? So we won the Super Bowl, basically. We, kind of, kind of. <laughs> Looked like no. it was played in our stadium. But if we <laughs> can you imagine being in charge of getting that confetti out of there? Because you know you leave one little piece of like red or yellow confetti behind, and someone like Mark Davis is gonna beat you with a lamp. It's gonna be bad. Was it you or was it our pal Zach Byout in Denver who said how sweet is it is for Chief fans to celebrate a Super Bowl victory where the Raiders play while John Elway hands him the trophy? That was that was not me because I was saying it, but I wasn't saying it. There were some swear words mixed in oh. when I said it. Yeah. Um, I but but my point with the Raiders, besides you know obviously being a homer for Raider Nation, the last one to beat you did not try to X and O you, did not have a better quarterback than you. He riled up his team and he outmanned you. Like the defense for the Raiders played out of their minds. The running game was physical, and they like. Kind of like when I talk about Dan Campbell, like I don't think Dan Campbell's out coaching anybody, but he'll out motivate you, he'll out enrage his team in your direction. 
Like, I think Antonio Pierce can do some defensive stuff. He knows some things. I don't think he's a better defensive mind than Steve Spagnola. He definitely doesn't have a better offensive mind than Andy Reid. I think, but he took Aiden O'Connell in a Raiders team that has trouble scoring points, and he got a W. And that was he was the only one to beat the Chiefs at that point. So, I think if you think you're going to beat, if you think you're going to outsmart the Chiefs, you're in trouble. Just because you brought up coaching there and decisions made in the game, you don't think Detroit beats Kansas City, do they? If that's a different matchup, do you think the Lions do that? And I ask that because. We're, I'm under the assumption that Dan Campbell would have been so aggressive in that game, it might have just kept Mahomes off the field. I guess that's too many variables to figure out the aggressive was, level I, of Campbell. But it's 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 an interesting question because he's going to have his guys more motivated than anybody's going to have their guys. But then again, Travis Kelsey was super motivated to the point where people are debating whether or not he belongs in the league because he bumped into his head coach. I think it was wrong. He bumped into to to the coach. I think it was bad that he bumped into Reed. I think I don't. I don't. I don't think he should be rewarded for it, but I also I'm I'm of the ilk of Andy Reid's okay with it. So what am I going to do? You know, it's like like I've seen I saw some video pop up on X where the lady was trying to collab was trying to, to do a correlation between that and that he probably he he might hit women because oh God. because he tried to joke about being violent. Oh, God. that's how far people are willing to take this. I I like I I I don't. I've been enraged on a field. I've never hit a woman. Never hit a dog. I've hit gods, though. I have hit gods. Yeah, it got weird. But luckily, <laughs> USX Pest Control is there as we awkwardly transition out of an odd TikTok uh. and conspiracy theory and closer and closer to the top of the hour. We love USX Pest Control. They've helped our home stay safe. We are both members of the Platinum Package, which means woo, woo. we know the game plan is. When the crew stops over, Kristen sets up the appointment. Tim, Frank, Victor, we've met all the guys over at USX Pest who have stopped over at our homes and said, LeVac, guys, here's what's working over here. Guys, can you please close your garage door? You're not helping by letting the pests in. But here's what's worked. And this game plan we're going to have for you for the spring, the summer, the fall, it's easy. Once you have USX Pest Control on your side to set that game plan, you've got so many things going on in your life. Check this one off. Taking care of my home. With our friends over at USX Pest Control. I just got the text. Frank's coming through. Oh, nice. Because last time Victor came through, I couldn't have everybody inside at that moment. So Frank's coming through tomorrow. Uh, got to make sure somebody can let him in, and, and Frank will go ahead and check out all the possible problem spots, and I'll be I'll be safe and, and well secure in my house again. Thanks to our good friends at USX Pest Control. Set up that free inspection today at USXPest.com. Top 4 at 4 is next. This free port is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Four. Just four. Time for the top four at four. Four biggest stories yeah. in the world of sports. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always got a little way to play. You. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? I got some questions for you, Mr. El Presidente okay. of the Albany Firebirds. Your competition, maybe. <laughs> we have no competition. The United Football League has decided to do away with this rule innovation you might have remembered last spring football season. The UFL's kickoff will look like a regular kickoff. Not that weird thing we saw last year. Remember that? Like, it was yeah. for safety, but not, and then everything else. So I bring this up. The XF XFL version in 2023 shifted the players, the 35 and the 30. The scrum. The scrum, all that stuff. Uh, as somebody who is a president of a football league that may be innovated with some rules. Levac, do you think the AFL is going to do anything involving this? Are we going to see some rule changes involving 
Now the change back to traditional kickoffs when Capital Region Sports Day and see the Firebirds kick off in a few months. Oh, we have the deuce. So that's that, that's first and foremost. Basically, the... the sorry, sorry, real quick. For those yeah. who don't know what the deuce is, can you explain the that? Do, all right, so when you're looking at the nets, there's the open part in the middle where you would kick a field goal. If you put it through there on the kickoff, it's two points. And uh, Marco Roscoe is very, very good at the deuce. He'll he'll drop a deuce anywhere. He's amazing. Um, That's why how good he is at dropping the deuce. That's exactly why I did the follow up. Yeah. Not because people may not know the AFL rules, <laughs> because I wanted that joke out of Levac. Go right ahead. <laughs> and also, I love the fact that he, like like we've I've tried to start chants in that in that arena for years, and on its own, it started the deuce, deuce, deuce when he's up. Uh, but but realistically, I would say that. Arena football, the AFL, has the most exciting kickoff left. Not only because you can score two points on the deuce, but also if it, it's live off the nets. So you get a guy, you get a returner, who now not only has he got you know, the whole other team flying on the field to take him out, he has to turn his back to them for a second to field the football. So it's a scary, scary proposition. There are little rules in place like a halo and everything to protect the guy. So, you know, he has to be able to get the ball and, and, and turn everything before you can kill him. But, like, the where every other league is afraid of the kickoff, the AFL is like, who wants to be a hero? Because here it comes. I'm going to say the same thing, but you are going to know what I mean by this. There's the difference between having a bad take and having a bad take. So we can get stuff wrong. Oh, man, that was a bad take. I thought that guy was going to be better. I thought that team was going to win. And then you have a take that people just hate and they assume it's a bad take because it's so different than anybody else. I have a few of those. We're not proud of all of these. One of my takes, and I still remember it 10 years ago when I came on the air for the first time in a different market, I'd said, in the future, kickoffs will be eliminated in football. Ah! Ah! All right, guys. Wussy. What's this kid? I'm not rooting for them to be gone. But like I always say. if oh, someone had that way. Right, yeah. right. Like if someone told you we're going to add this to the game, we're going to give these guys 15 yards of a head start and run as fast as possible with guys footing for a roster spot. Is this going to make the game safer or more dangerous? We all know the answer is more dangerous. I was curious to that. I don't have an issue with them going back because basically kickoffs kind of dead in the NFL and college football. Anyways, there's a reason I think Devin Hester is going to the Hall of Fame this year because we realize he may be the last great returner we see in the history of that sport. Let's move on to story number three here. It's the NBA action tonight. The Celtics take on the Nets. Tip-off set for 7.30. Also, other games of note include the Timberwolves taking on the Trailblazers, one of the top teams in the Western Conference. The Lakers, a 10.30 tip-off out in the Crypto.com Arena, hosting one of the worst teams in the history of the NBA. The Detroit Pistons also heat Bucks, Thunder, Magic. LeVac, it feels like the Celtics are the best team that isn't getting attention We've talked about a lot of storylines in the Eastern Conference, including Cleveland making a rise up the standings, 9-1 their last 10 games. We covered the Knicks at the top of the show today. Milwaukee, a recent NBA champion. Does it feel odd that the Boston Celtics have the best record in the NBA and it feels like it's expected of this team in this franchise? Are we not giving enough love to the Boston Celtics this season? Uh, they don't feel like a good team. It's so weird. You can be that good and don't feel like a good, like when you watch them play, you're like, that's, there's nothing about them. That's awe inspiring, but they just win. They just get it done. So it's, um, they're boring. They're the best boring team I've ever seen. And very few good things come from, from Boston. I think Duncan 
uh, maybe Sam Adams and the, and the Dunk Kings are all that's good that comes from the Boston area. We've had a lot of things go in different directions with you and I over the last two weeks. We are on the same page today with the same amount of thinking because when I think about Boston, I'll use a cross-sport comparison here. Okay. Don't they feel like the 49ers of the NBA? They've made roster moves to position their franchise with a rich history to be in position to win a championship. But until we see it actually happen, we may not believe in that team. And what I mean by believe it happened with this group of talent, we've seen Celtic teams win championships. We've seen Niner teams win championships. But this is our group of guys. We think we're the best in the conference. We're going to dominate in the regular season. Everyone's going to pick us to win it. But we have other teams we've got to get by to get it done. Denver's the defending champion. They're going to get tested in the Eastern Conference. It feels very 49er-like if you feel that analogy I'm going with. Uh, yeah, but the 49ers were more exciting. Like, you had Chris McCaffrey just doing crazy stuff out there. They're they're okay, I, I and I do hate them. So, you know, it is, it's easy for me to dismiss them. But, again, it just there's nothing super exciting about them. And there's times when you watch them play and you're like, you know what, a true superstar is going to take them down. Like, if Joel Embiid was healthy, they'd be in real trouble. If, if Greek Freak is in the right state of mind when he plays them, they're in big trouble. So... But again, you know, they're, they're, they're playing great basketball. They got the you know, best record and blah, 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 all that fun stuff. We move on to story number two to an event, Levesque, you have covered before. I believe you've called it one of your favorite sporting events of all time. But now changes are on the way to the Phoenix Open. I didn't cover it as much as wander around it trying to find a beer. <laughs> changes are coming to the next year, 2025 Phoenix Open, because of suspension of both ticket sales and alcohol sales from over the weekend. Directors and executives and more have talked about this quote. I think that they will see a complete operational change of how we manage Friday and Saturday, but the entire week we're proud of what we've built, but we don't like what happened on Saturday. The players don't like what happened on Saturday. Our fans don't like what happened on Saturday. It's amazing what happens when you market the wildest, craziest anti-golf tournament tournament, and then it becomes the wildest, craziest anti-golf tournament tournament, and you can't control it. Like, it's the Wild West, man. It's out of control. Everybody's drunk and yelling and screaming. And, oh, by the way, uh, security stopped checking for tickets, and people were just coming in on their own. Oh, by the way, the VIP places were, were just so overwhelmed, they stopped looking for VIP bracelets and just started serving alcohol. It just, oh, by the way, no one was checking anything because they were fighting for their lives. All they were doing was handing out beers and running for, running for safety. Let me also add in that over an inch of rain fell, which they – Allegedly weren't used to, although it was raining when you were there, I believe. That's Yeah, that was, what, oh, eight years ago now or nine, ten years ago? But because it rained so much, it became so muddy and slick. Yeah. So add in the weather factor as well. What do you make, Levac, of a very fun event that goes viral every year, now saying enough's enough, we can't keep doing this? Um, was, that, mean, was that too strong of a way to set that up? I feel like they still want to have the elements there. Yeah, they just want to control. They want to rein it in a little bit. I. It's weird because it's always been one of those ones that your serious golfers don't usually go to. You know what I mean? Like, like Tiger went there the year he lost a tooth and, and his life was falling apart. You know, that's when he decided to go. Um, it's, it, it is what it is. You built this monster. You know, Dr. Frankenstein, you built this monster. Now you're upset that it's, that it's out there just being a monster. It's different. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you fix it without breaking it because right now it's it's the golf tournament that even if you don't like golf, you go to it. I hope he's listening right now. Our wonderful boss, Howard, who had a conversation with you and I about this. We were so excited for him because he's gone to that event before. He talked about being in the tent. He talked about how much fun he had years ago at this event. He was supposed to go this year. 
He was going to be boots on the ground yeah. for us this year, Thursday, Friday. He wasn't going to talk to us if he was there. He said the rain. Nah, I can't go. Too much yeah. rain. Yeah, he's, you he know, listen, he's, he's kind of a big deal, you know? Just ask him. That's, a, that's what's going on over there. And, and he also said, like, and, and I completely relate to this. He's like, the first time he ever went, he got to sit in the suites, like the nice suites over on 16. He's like, so I'm not going to. Why, why would I go if I can't do that? That's like me at a country show. All those years of working at the country station, and I had VIP access, and I, you know, I get to, you know Zach Brown making me dinner, all that stuff going on, like hanging out with Luke Bryan. My kid thinks every country star is supposed to come and say hi to us and kiss the ring. Now you want me to just go sit in a seat? Ooh. What do I? What do I look like a peasant? How dare you? If you can pull that off, no hate for my end. If you've got a certain lifestyle you're living, and that's the lifestyle you want to live, and you can do it. More power to you. I feel like more females than males have that attitude. Like, there are some very good-looking women out there who have a standard, and they want that to be reached. The fact that you guys have it about golf and country singers, more power to both of you and everybody else who's able to pull that off. Me, not so much. We move on to story number one, but I can do this with my power. Squeeze Syracuse Athletics into the number one story occasionally, maybe more than occasionally now, the top four at four, as Syracuse basketball at the JMA Wireless Dome Host the North Carolina Tar Heels. Coverage gets underway in our sister station, WGY, at 6 o'clock, with tip-off set for 7 o'clock. It's been an odd year in college basketball. We'll kind of shrink that down and say, it's been an odd year for college basketball in New York State. With Syracuse basketball not even on the bubble, with Albany trying sort of to make some headlines there in an odd year, and the biggest talk's been about the arena getting upgraded. Siena basketball having an historically bad season Levac, if, if the Syracuse Orange can beat North Carolina tonight at home, get ready for more Syracuse's back on the bubble talk for the next month. <laughs> Are you just rooting against Syracuse tonight? No. So you don't have to no, put up no, with no, six no, weeks of bubble no, talk out of me. No, no, okay. no, no. All I'm right. used to this. This right. is this is where the, <laughs> I feel like Syracuse looks at all the other schools and goes, you merely inherited being on the bubble. We were born on the bubble. We were raised by the bubble. Like the, every year. This show just digresses down into talking about Syracuse bubble talk, whether whether we're on the old network, whether we're on a podcast, whether we're here at the lovely Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980 Studios, uh, the GT Toys Studio, that's Toys with a Z, by the way. I it just I'm used to it. I'm accustomed to it. And I think I think if you were ever like a locked in or locked out, you would be bored. I think you have become, you know, dependent upon the bubble. You're you're bubble needy at this point in your life. These are the storylines that I need. I don't need an 8-9 season against Baylor at 9 o'clock. I need no. content, baby. You, know, you don't need like, you know, like a top three seed going into the tournament. You're guaranteed a number one overall. Nah, no good. Gaz wants the bubble. And then a zone defense that no team has faced all year so they can make a run. I want Syracuse to win. I want them in the conversation. I want them to do well. All those things, but... Benny Williams, a five-star recruit, got thrown off the team. Joseph Gerard III in Clemson lit up Syracuse. And North Carolina has statistically, I'll make sure, statistically, one of the best players in program history. So what if COVID was involved with Armando Baycott? So what if he looks like a grown man out there against teenagers? That's the storyline tonight. But one of the best statistical players in North Carolina history just sit in the paint and go for 25 and 16 against a Syracuse team that has no big man down low who can guard him. That feels like the storyline. I hope somebody can get hot and make it entertaining tonight. But Syracuse, North Carolina, 7 o'clock. Come on, Orange. Give us that content that we need, please.
Please. And a victory, but and, horse of the and then, and then eventually, if you could go ahead and get into the tournament so we can recreate Gaza's overly tight T-shirt screaming and running around his house, that'd be phenomenal. That'd be the best thing you could do for any of us. Please, could you do that? That'd be great. Because I, I, I got to tell you, to this day, anytime I see uh, Greg Gattuso, he brings it up. Anytime I see the coach of the Great Danes. Shout out to Coach Gattuso, by the way. I know he's making some headlines. Have you seen that headline? I know I'm going off the track here, but there's a headline out here locally that Coach Catuso's talking about retirement at the end of 2026. That's the takeaway we had after Coach Catuso signed the new contract. Like, what is he? Is he Dan Patrick now? Is he just now? Was he Jay Leno? I don't think he meant Listen. to say that. He's just a little older in his career. Well, the thing about Coach is he loves coaching, but he also loves his wife. He loves his dogs. He loves his cats. He loves his family. And he may or may not, you know, purchased a home down south for the off season. I think he's I think he's looking at it realistically like, hey, look, we go out there, we dominate, everything's great. You guys definitely want me back. I'll probably be here for another however many years. But things that, you know, win a couple win a, win a couple tournaments, do some things. Maybe just maybe. It's time to go pack up my giant dogs and giant cats and my beautiful wife and head head to a a quiet little retirement. See, this is the problem with working in radio my entire adult life. That certain ways I just have to respond with the way in which I came up in a business. I my radio reaction to hearing that story was, no, 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 don't say when you're leaving they'll throw you out right now. Don't say you're going to leave in a oh, year no. and a half they'll get you out. They'll but push you out. With the way that everything's going right now, if it keeps going that way, he's put himself in a position where he'd be like, oh no, you're not negotiating against you know, Elon or Syracuse or any other school. You're negotiating against my free time. So if you want that, you're going to pay for it and, you know, state-of-the-art weight room might be nice. I don't know. Something crazy. Let's get – how about a domed playing field for practice so that LeVac can rent it from us to practice for the Firebirds? How about that? <laughs> are how you about something a, for me, Greg? Are you his agent now? Is that I, what just happened? I'm in. I am I am 100% in. All right. Because uh, I can't lose. I either, you know, I either get to smoke cigars or, uh, or, or get a – Dome playing field that my team can practice on. Ten percent is Levac's fee. All right, ten percent agent three, fee. Three, three. I'm, I'm not. It's my buddy. What are you gonna do? Can't, can't take too much from him. Of course, I take that three. I bring it to my buddy Drew Prescott and try to turn it at ten. See what I'm saying? I'll let hey, Drew do it. it's smooth. That's my guy. That's why I go. That's why I go to PrescottPW.com. That's why I talk to Drew. Listen, when you talk to Drew Prescott, you're gonna realize right away. He doesn't know anything about sports. He's a Boston fan. Because all his time is gone he into financial He said the Chiefs are going to win. LeVac is a big sports. Why do you do that? All his time has gone into financial planning after, you know, working years in the insurance industry. So he has the inside knowledge of that. He's he's like that. You ever see that SpongeBob episode where he, he needed to only know about fine dining? So he threw out everything else. That's what Drew Prescott's done. He only knows about financial advising. That's why he's, that's why he's a Red Sox and a Bruins fan. Because he only knows about financial planning. He might be joining us on the show, by the way, next week. So be on the lookout for that. i got to shoot him a message. We love Drew. He's truly a part of the show now. <laughs> this is why I like him, though. Because I don't, I can't just sit down and talk to somebody about financial planning. I just can't do it. It's just not in me. I've got to be able to like you, trust you, know that we're of similar minds. Because he is such a diehard sports fan, even though we root for polar opposite teams, that I know we're similar. You know what I mean? I know that Drew Prescott's similar to me. So when I talk about what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to get, I know that he's already doing the same thing, and I know that he's overseeing it. So I feel like I've got a really great chance working with Drew Prescott, and that's why I go to PrescottPW.com. 
do that for yourself today. When you talk to Drew, if you could just kind of let him know that Boston sucks, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> Can I make that a promo code? <laughs> I don't think we'll talk to Drew. We'll talk to Drew, who's supposed to join the show on Monday. We can oh, clear all he? that stuff with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know he doesn't want to talk to me during baseball season because Boston sucks. Drew Prescott, financial wellness. He's a great guy in all seriousness. I, you know, listen, if you're looking for somebody to help you make sense of the financial world, uh, life insurance, all those things, go to PrescottPW.com. Uh, if you want to make sense of what's going to be happening in Capital Region in June, the Belmont. You talk to the VP of Communications, Pat McKenna, for Naira. He's coming up next right here at LeVac Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. We are going to give you the latest update of what's going on with the Belmont coming to Saratoga this summer. We're one minute away from our conversation with Pat McKenna, but first let me tell you about our friends over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. If you're driving around the Capital Region, stop the car, pull over. It is Valentine's Day tomorrow. What are you doing for her? Oh, no, I can feel it. I can feel it. If you're running on the treadmill right now on the podcast side, get off the treadmill. Get to the shops of Wilton. Make an appointment. Get her something she's going to love for Valentine's Day. 24-karat gold-dipped rose. That perfect piece of jewelry. Maybe the proposal. I was originally going to start my relationship with my wife on Valentine's Day. A snowstorm hit. The anniversary changed. We celebrate days later. This could be you. That's right. We celebrate the dating day, not the wedding day. It's a story for another day. But engagement, wedding bands, anniversary gifts and more. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is a spot for Valentine's Day, guys. You got to do something special. Make sure she loves what you're getting her. Show her the Facebook page. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is a selection that you can pick. Make it easy for you. Just know, hey, I've been thinking about you. I've been watching a ton of football this season. We're getting a little break in the sports world coming up when it comes to games and more, but I'm going to take care of her. Lily and David Fine Jewelers will make you be the star this Valentine's Day. You are running out of time. It is tomorrow. Reminder, get over there. Willie and David Fine Jewelers, the shops of Wilton. When you stop in, tell them God saved, saved you this Valentine's Day. And you heard it right here on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Getting closer and closer by today to history being made right here in the Capital Region as the Belmont Stakes will run in Saratoga this June. Joining us on the phone, the VP of Communications for Naira, it's Pat McKenna. Listen, uh, two times on the new show, I feel pretty good. I feel I feel like you you love us again. Yeah, this is great. I mean, two times since January, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Two, new year, new us. We're, we're having right. a blast. So, <laughs> I love it. We're, all right, so update us on how everything's going, because obviously it's a massive undertaking to take the Belmont Stakes from Belmont, bring it to Saratoga. Anything you can share with us about this task? Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think first and foremost, the – the interest, the excitement, the enthusiasm for this year's Belmont is truly unprecedented. That's a word that gets thrown, thrown around pretty frequently. But I'll just give you a couple examples. We opened up BelmontStakes.com for pre-sale registrations to get some advanced access on the general Thursday public on sale. Since January 25th, we've seen nearly 40,000 registrations, which is, again, preposterous, but also just a really good reflection of the interest and the anticipation for the Belmont Stakes at Saratoga Racecourse. So this week we've gone on sale with tickets. Today was a pre-sale for Naira Betts Elite and Platinum members, and then tomorrow opens up the broader pre-sale for, um, for anyone who has signed up via BelmontStakes.com. Um, you know, because of the the unique nature of Saratoga that you have 
people who have had um, reserve seats and clubhouse boxes for many, many years, if not decades in some instances, we felt it was the right thing to do to provide them with the right of first refusal in terms of those seats and those clubhouse boxes. Um, and again, another metric that just sort of goes to show you how this event is being received, nearly 90% of those customers have secured their tickets for the entire four-day festival. So the demand is, is really off the charts. Um, it certainly exceeds, I think, anyone's reasonable expectation. And what that also means, because Saratoga is a relatively small venue when it comes to the Triple Crown, that this week there will be extremely limited inventory when it comes to reserve seats and clubhouse, uh, reserve seats and hospitality. And that's, you know, it's not altogether different than what we experience during a Travers weekend or a Whitney weekend. You know, Saratoga has a, a precious few number of reserve seats when you compare it with a place like Belmont Park. Churchill Downs, even Pimlico. So, um, you know, but what makes Saratoga special, I know you guys agree, is is the backyard and to be able to experience the Belmont States Racing Festival from a picnic table with a, you know back there with friends and family, I think is going to be <clears throat> pretty amazing. So we'll have 35,000 general admission tickets per day, Thursday through Sunday. We'll offer a four-day festival pass for $90, which is Pretty darn affordable when you consider some of the the prices that we've seen at these other mega events. And then daily admission, $10 Thursday, $10 Sunday, um, $30 Friday, and $50 on on Saturday. So um, all that is is rolling out the door really fast this week. Again, the first pre-sale was today, second one tomorrow, and then the general on-sale Thursday. Fortunately, those general admission tickets are going to be available throughout the week. Historic stuff going on in 2024 across the Capital Region. So there might be horse racing fans that had a schedule of what they were going to do to prep for the Belmont. Because of this high demand, things are changing. What's the best advice you could offer somebody who wants to go that now maybe their plans are changing a little bit? Best advice for people who still want to be a part of this historic event later on this summer? Those general admission tickets, especially that that four-day pass, if you're interested in going more than one day, it's, Again, it, it's pretty affordable. Our goal was to provide price points that were accessible for any number of different categories and budgets. And we feel like we've accomplished that. Obviously, Belmont Day is, is a different pr- price point than you would see during the summer meet. But fortunately, um, you know, that, that price has not increased from the walk-up price last year at Belmont Park. So um, we, we want this to be an event that is um, open and accessible while also balancing the fact that the demand is incredibly, incredibly strong for something that has never happened at the sport's most important, most revered venue in front of racing's best fans. Nyrus VP of Communications, Pat McKenna, with us right now, LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980. Are, like, Pat, are you seeing like similar interest from – the, the competitor side, are you seeing like some people who are going, you know, normally I, I would maybe take a swing at the Belmont, but because it's going to be different this year, I absolutely want to be on the earlier card? I think it's probably too early to tell, but I, I think we should all expect some pretty incredible fields. Where, where else would you want to be for a Belmont Stakes weekend 
at Saratoga. I mean, we see it each and every summer that the, the horse population, the trainers who are, are coming, spending the summer from Kentucky and other places, continues to grow. Saratoga continues to gain popularity in terms of a destination to train horses from April through November. So, to, And remember, not just the Belmont Stakes, um, a race like the Met Mile out of the Wilson Shoot that's drawn some controversy um, because of that unique Wilson shoot, but you want, you're going to want to be a part of that. All of those grade ones on the Belmont card, three grade ones on Friday, um, you know, to take a chance to be able to, to win a grade one at Saratoga. I mean, we often talk about it guys just to win one race for, you know, for a smaller trainer or a young trainer, an owner who maybe hasn't been involved on a huge level a big accomplishment it's a lot of fun we see it again every summer in the winter circle when even you know thursday the first or second race or friday early in the day um it's what it's all about so that's where you're going to want to be come june 6th 7th 8th and 9th i know levac brought this up to you this past summer as we waved our saratoga flag of how proud we were of capital region sports fans showing their support for historic events like this but from your <laughs> but from your perspective i think this is a question that now we have to look at because you've seen so many Belmont events in the past that it feels like it doesn't sell like this to our neighbors of the South where maybe you'll get a bunch of tickets and then a Triple Crown winner will happen, uh, be on the line potentially for that final leg, and then we'll see the huge numbers. Like In comparison to other Belmonts, Pat, this is insane it feels like. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's you know, you're starting to, to sort of enter the territory where this is one of the most anticipated events in upstate New York history. Full stop. Uh, yes, and you're absolutely right. Um, we've had great crowds. We've been fortunate to have enormous support downstate. You know, Belmont's had a 50,000-person capacity since the completion of the arena. And, you know, most of those years, last year, for example, we're looking at 47, 48,000 people, huge wagering numbers, which is really satisfying because of what it shows about the racing. But this is a different, absolutely, it's a different kind of thing. And as someone who grew up, um, you know, just north of Albany, grew up going to Saratoga. It's not altogether surprising because you know that the, the passion and the energy for all things Saratoga is immense. But it's also it's also really expanded and grown in recent years. Like the city of Saratoga Springs is one of the fastest growing cities in New York State, and you just you see that that community is perfectly suited to host a huge event like this and to get really excited about it well in advance. I mean, the local officials, elected officials throughout Saratoga County have been deeply involved for, for weeks on this. And here we are just the beginning, just the middle of of February. Sort of feels like it's right around the corner and time flies. Um, But it's, uh, it's humbling to see the the excitement and the energy that, uh, that, that this is bringing out. I mean, I think it's, it's pretty clear we're, we're going to hit capacity at some point for this. I don't. I don't need to be a pre-sale guy to make sure I get tickets, right? Like, there's there's going to be stuff on Thursday, right? There should be general admission. Well, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, general admission will be available this week. I mean, on some level, this is an event without precedent. So, you know, how long does that ticket inventory last out there? I would probably, you know, I'd probably buy sooner than later, but. Um, it's going to be it's going to be incredible, and we're looking forward to seeing 
huge crowds Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and Sunday feels like it might turn into a bit of a locals' day after you know three big days um, to wind down the festival with a special New York bread day. Um, should be pretty great. All right, looking forward to making history with you. We'll, uh, of course, we'll be seeing you this summer. And, uh, and, and a little sooner than usual this year, VP of Communications for Naira, it's Pat McKenna, and we appreciate your time as always. Thank you, guys. Always good to talk to Pat McKenna. It's exciting. I'm starting to get excited. Now that like tickets are going on sale and stuff, it's starting to become real that we're going to have a triple crown race. He said something in that conversation we just had. One of the most highly anticipated events in upstate New York history. This is February 13th today. I have no pushback against that. Mm. That's four months from now, LeVac. You and I, both grow, born and raised in upstate New York, it is hard for me right now to find out an event that four months in advance of actually happening in the sporting world that has got this type of hype, it is going to be an awesome so, And Capital Region Sports fans, I'm going to say one more time, right here, the voice of the Capital Region Sports fan, Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980, to see the support from people about Saratoga coming up in four months. A proud man, proud to hear these type of numbers. <laughs> Very yeah, it's very it's very cool, very different. Uh, definitely gonna uh, not gonna sleep on this one. <laughs> See what I did there? And now I'll talk to you about the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with my good friend Dr. Fred Dreer. Dr. Dreer is the man. Uh, Lorianne, who runs the office, is amazing. Ivy, who's there to help through everything, is great. And it's so simple and easy. Like like legitimately, you have been wasting good nights of sleep for no reason whatsoever. You. The amount of people still go there and go, yeah, but that mask you have to wear. No, I don't have a mask. No hoses, no wires. Oh, but did the, 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 the implant thing? Nope, 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 nope. It's a custom-made mouthpiece that keeps your airway open. So, I and I listen, I know that other dentists say they can do this, but Dr. Dreer took the time to learn and become a diplomat of dental sleep medicine. So, like, he he's fully certified in all this to make sure that you're being paired with the right treatment. I, I can tell you, I've seen Doc Dreer say to people, like, I think the mouthpiece is the right answer, but you need to try this first just for my own, you know, well-being. The mouthpiece has worked for me. It could work for you. I'm telling you, it's made such a difference. My snoring's under control. My sleep apnea is under control. I feel better. I'm dealing with the day better. You can do it too. Give him a call, 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. Uh, Levesque, I'm very proud of the Capital Region. But maybe another show you might listen to here under the iHeart umbrella. Uh -oh. Not one, but two shows may have taken shots at us. And also, Bro, what? And also, you might have seen this on social media. One of our interviews has gotten national attention. That and the play of the day coming up next, right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Well, back here for Mohawk Chevrolet uh, is exit 12 off the Northway is how you get there. Uh, go in there first thing tomorrow morning, getting a little service done on ScarJo. Oh, okay. T time for her first trip to the uh, doctor service department, you know? And I'm uh, very excited because, you know, a little oil change, make sure everything's going right, rotate the tires, everything you need after the first. I, well, she got 6,000 miles on her. She's a, she's a spring chicken. She is. I love my vehicle. If you don't love your vehicle, it's probably because you haven't gone to Mohawk Chevrolet yet. Over 260 new vehicles on the lot. New rides showing up each and every day, which means they're making deals for you to get into your new ride so they can get and make room for the new ones. It's it's great. It's been such a fun time. Everybody I know who goes to Mohawk Chevrolet will reach out to me in some way, shape, or form, whether it be the phone, the, the Facebook, whatever it is, and just be like, hey, man, thanks for pointing that out to me. What a great time. I, I was treated great. I feel great. I love my ride. 
It's been amazing. So whether you're buying, selling, even if you're selling your vehicle, you don't buy from them, they'll buy it from you. Going to Car Bravo, whatever it is, remember at Mohawk Chevrolet, together let's drive where they always go out of their way to please you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of Mohawk Chevy, uh, it's time for the play of the day brought to you by Mohawk Chevy. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. I know if you listen to this show, we will give you a play of the day before we sign off. But I call this the good, the bad, and the ugly over the last 24 hours involving you and I. Where would you like to go first, LeVac? The good, the bad, or the ugly? You drive, man. You, you, You got all this going on. You tell me. I'm following. Let's go with the good first. Okay. How about our phones lighting up last night with one of our yeah. conversations from Radio Row getting national attention? And I'd like to send it back to you because you, my friend, are the one who sparked the we are yeah. algorithmed, you and I. Thank you, my friend, for making this happen. <laughs> for those who don't know. I think it's interesting that of all the interviews we did if uh, on Radio Row last week, if you asked, if you said to me, like, which one went viral? I would be like, well, I, I really liked, I feel like the conversation with, with uh, Fuchs from Caesars, I think he kind of admitted why the San Francisco 49ers were the favorite. It, uh, Kellen Winslow Sr. was just a great conversation when he talks about getting knocked out by Lawrence Taylor. Those kind of conversations. All these conversations we had. Frank Caliendo, uh, Brandon Lang, Dookie and right on Carrot Top. Like there was a lot. Of, if you had told me the one that was going to go was going to be Tony Khan, owner of AEW, owner of the Jacksonville Jags, because I asked him if he was ever going to get in the ring and wrestle, I would be like, you're out of your mind. But that's the one. The wrestling fans are all over it. With over 80,000 impressions in eight hours, I'm still waiting for the views to come in. Thankful to places like Wrestle Purist, Fightful, Busted Open Radio. I also like everybody who somehow, as we got algorithm, just tagged LeVac and Gaz. Like yeah. we love our we love Fox Sports 95 990. Uh Tommy Corporate would have liked a little bit more plugs for our corporate well, overlords. You but you know, it's, it's the fact that the fact they just said Levac and Gaz, like people across the country are supposed to know who we are. Love it. Felt real good last night watching those numbers come in. So uh that was your question. It went viral. Awesome. Felt great and, that and we that's could show one the of those, bosses. And that's one of those rare conversations. So like depending upon what's happening, like who's more passionate about the topic is usually who talks more. So like um, when, when DeAndre Carter of the Raiders sitting across from us, God's kind of like, he just kind of looked at me and was like, have fun. This one's for you. And this was one with Tony Khan where I looked at God's and went, have fun. This one's for you. And then God's like, we have little hand things we do. And God's like, pretty much like, okay, I've asked all the things I have to ask. And I go, Hey, you're going you to pull a McMahon, not the bad way, get in the ring. And he's, and he like, you can tell he liked the question. Yeah. But at the same time that, that was, that was cool. That was cool. It was, it was good to see something work from there. Um, and, and like you said, people taking the time to tag us and share it. That was very cool, too. If you missed any of those conversations, Apple, Spotify, the iHeart app. I know some people maybe throughout their day aren't always podcast listeners. It's so easy. Just download the app. Click it. Automatic downloads on your phone. Nice and easy. So that was the good of the last 24 hours involving the show. Let's talk about the bad. Because okay. I feel like this falls under the bad category. And I just say that because I'm a little confused. Because I'm confused, I feel like I'm being insulted. Our <laughs> pal, Doug Gowdy. WGY Mornings, the legendary WGY, 100-plus years in the market. Never uh, heard of it. He tagged us in a post oh, I didn't see that. that says Pitbulls versus Chihuahuas, and people are sticking their fingers in dogs' mouths and trying to either get bit or not get bit. And it's an interesting video, again, at WGY Mornings on X on Twitter, 
And Doug tagged us and said, Gaz versus Levac. So <laughs> I, I can't tell if, and I feel like I've ruined the joke now, having have you explained to me, that should we be doing this? Like, does he want to see you versus I of putting our fingers in dogs' mouths to see who gets Or does he first? want to see if he, if who's, if he want, does he want to put his finger in our mouth and see which one of us bites him? Or does he think one of us is a pit bull and one of us is a chihuahua? I think that's, I think it's pretty clear that you're the chihuahua. I'm not very small though. Like if I was a small person, I would get the joke. Like I think it comes down to temperament. Oh, okay. You, yeah. Cause Tommy Corbett, like regular guys is, is pit bull all day. Cause the pit bull is just like, what are you doing? Stop it. That's okay. With the chihuahua is like, I'm going to rip your knuckles off and spit them on your face. Like it's a whole thing. Tommy Corporate's a little bit of a knuckle biter. Like he'll he'll come for you a little bit more than than regular guys. I feel like I don't do that to Doug or Rachel though. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I assume I could be wrong. Assuming's a bad thing. I think they want us to do this. I want to tell you. Media. I grew up with a Chihuahua. Oh, my mother had a Chihuahua when I was a kid. They are the most evil, rancid creature on the planet. Chihuahuas are are proof that Satan is real. Like my mother. God rest her beautiful soul. Loved her stupid chihuahuas. Just loved them. And they loved her. They would, you, she could do this whole thing, finger in the face. All, it wouldn't matter. They would, they would be, I think, I think the thing's name was Queenie or something. The last one it was an evil little, evil, well, it was a female dog. So it was an evil bitch. So she would sleep under my, my mother's robe. So my mother would take a nap on the couch at the end of the day, watching TV. She would fall asleep. It was like her thing because she was up before everybody else, you know, did everything in that house. And there was, I'm the youngest of five. So ever as a little kid, I was a great thing. Like if you fell asleep on the couch with mom, you didn't have to go to bed because you were in bed. And I would be like, yo, is the dog there? And she'd be like, nope. And then I would get up on the couch and all of a sudden you hear. And the next thing you know, I'm running through the house like Tomb Raider. And I got to jump up on furniture to get away from the evil little fuzzy Cuisinart. And it, it scarred me for life. So, And I've had a pit bull who's the sweetest animal on the planet, unless you were another animal. But so, like, yeah, no, I get I get the pit bull versus chihuahua thing. I don't know what Doug is doing here, but, you know, you, I say we show up here tomorrow morning and just both put our fingers in Doug's face and see what happens. Neither one of us has ever been described as a chihuahua. People on the show have. Our, our pal, our former producer, Matt Woods. Definitely more terrier than Chihuahua. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's just our fingers and dog's mouths. This is definitely his show, though. Because I feel like if you did this to Doug, Doug would be like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. Whatever. But if you went near Rachel, she'd bite your finger off right down to the nub. Rachel don't play. She does not play. She's an angry elf. And now the ugly. If that hasn't covered enough, here's the ugly that happened today. You didn't see this one. We love Kevin and Trace at the river. Uh, they give us so much love. We appreciated being on their show last week. Speaking about podcast numbers. Well, appreciate it. Got up at 3 o'clock in the freaking morning and did it. So Kevin is heading back. Kevin does the show from Florida. I hope I didn't break any rules there. They're letting you know. They are always aren't in the same room. So Kevin's leaving. He's like, hey, guys, great seeing you. So, like, he got up and I got up. And it became the whitest thing ever. Like we went for like <laughs> the, the awkward right? shake. Yeah. Like we went for the dap though. Okay. But then it was like, am I gonna bring it in? Cause like he's gonna be gone for a while. Uh-huh. And then he like sort of brought it in, but then it turned into a hug. And then we were just standing there. But like and then you were making holding, out. It was the weirdest thing. He was holding something. And well, then holding, right? it was like the weird Levac, that goes under ugly. Like there is something, whether it's coworkers, <laughs> whether it's friends, family, usually it's like older uncles or grandpas. You don't know how it's ending. It was the ugliest, whitest thing to do. So if Kevin's listening on his ride, 
man, I felt as awkward as you did when you walked out of the room like, man, I feel like I, I messed up that goodbye. You had to have had this happen multiple times. All the time. I, All I, the time. I feel like it happened in Radio Road or you and somebody else. I might be misremembering um, that. Was it Braun? Yeah, I think it happened a couple times because you because I, I would be in the middle of doing whatever we were doing tech wise, and then somebody would come up and I'd be like, oh yeah, and then I'm just like, oh, 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 all right, I think I got your, I got your elbow. Oh, I poked you in the eye somehow. Oh, sorry. Is this a dap? Is yeah. This, is this a turkey at this yeah. point? A fist into a hand? So that was that was the ugly for me. That's the good, bad, and the ugly <laughs> for him. Levacky Gaz over the last twenty four hours. Um, yeah, I, I thought you were gonna tell me that they were talking about us. I was gonna be like, listen. River Studios right next door. They don't want none. You don't want none. Pay less for the dress. Go out and support an awesome cause going on over there. So more information. Ninety nine. Gaz is going to wear a dress if we sell nothing. No, that's not. Not. I think that's. Not. I think that's what they said was going to happen. I'm I will not sure. be in a dress. All right. I think you should. I think it's for it's for a good cause. I have no hair. Our bosses have finally gone a day with reacting. They gave me a day to like de-escalate. I guess I'll say. And now they're like, hey, uh, what, what, why is your head shaved? What had happened? What had happened? Like, why? Everyone presents it a very different way to like, so did you lose a bet? <laughs> so, did they know did they know that I'm I'm filing uh, harassment charges because I had to finish shaving your head? No. They, they don't know that yet? I didn't give them the details of that. I think that was better. I kept that too. Yeah, they come. It's, they'll, they will find out. Going to learn today. Uh, all right. Play of the Day brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. I am going to give you... Cincinnati at home minus one and a half hosting Iowa State. Iowa State is ranked 10th. Cincinnati is unranked. Cincinnati is giving points at home, which means Cincinnati is going to win this game. So give me, a, I'll take, I'll take Cincinnati minus one and a half tonight. Yesterday's play by you. You had Texas Tech. In fact, they won by 30. They yeah. won by 29 yeah. against Kansas. The system is 14. sound. The system is sound. It's a good system. The, good, good system. The system is take the unranked team at home against the ranked opponent, especially in conference play. That's our if system. They're if they're favored. If they're that's exactly yeah. right. Yep. Uh, yes. I, I keep going to the ACC. By the way, another programming note. I know we mentioned it at the top of the hour. Syracuse takes on North Carolina. Can hear that action on WGY. Tip off set for seven o'clock. Pre-game at six. I keep looking at Pitt and Virginia. I can't shake this game. I thought Pitt played really well earlier this season. Virginia ruins college basketball. Ruined. You think, you think a team that can just play defense is eventually going to lose some game along the way. They're 19-5. and five. I like Pitt on the road with the points. And I, yeah, 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 let's do this. I'm going to go Louisville Lee. as a 10.5-point dog to cover against Boston College. I know BC is actually playing better, even though they're only at 13 and 10, especially at home. I'll go double ACC play tonight. Two dogs on the road to cover Pitt and Louisville. Love it. Love it. Oh man. Um, all right. Well, I mean, that's 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 the show. We did it. We did a show. I don't know if it's good or bad, but we did it. I mean, did it's, it, yeah. it has it has happened. So I think we should leave. I think we should get the the bleep out of here, you know? I don't I don't think we're allowed anymore. Before we can go, we want to tell you about our friends over at the Albany Firewolves. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, oh okay. No. I, you go ahead. I just, well, I just, yeah. It's Alfie's birthday, by the way. It's a birthday bash. That. Yeah, coming I up on the feel 17th. Bad. What do you mean? So, like, in the past, for Alfie's birthday, I would have sent two, uh, two emperors to, to with big heads to, to represent, you know, the roommate. The, the mascot for the Firebirds ain't here yet, so I can't represent us appropriately at Alfie's birthday party. I know that the they're going to um, Southpaw is going to be there from the Valley Cats. Um that weird the weird ram thing 
from the Patroons is going to be there. I don't mean to distract people away from the great Albany Firewolves, ALB Firewolves on social media. We're going to have a guest tomorrow uh-huh. at 345. But hang on a second. I thought the same mascot from the Albany Empire, Mac and Jack, we're just going to put on Firebird gear and become a part of the Firebird. Is that legally you can't do that? Mac and Jack are nowhere. They've, they've been abducted. Oh, um, no. What? So Mac and Jack were, I, and I know this is weird, they were technically property of the Empire. Oh. So when another person bought the companies that own the Empire, he he took those with him. He took Mac and Jack? Yeah, Mac and Jack are, and I'm almost positive you don't want them anymore. Oh, no. Because that dude's clearly a furry. Like he's clearly. They've seen things. They've they've done things now without even being you know having any those. There's there's no way. Poor Mac and Jack will never be the same. Well, Alfie. It's like Gladiator. They've had to do some things to get freed, and and they're not free yet. Alfie, we'll do our best to have your former friends Mac and Jack join you. No, no, they won't. No, no? you don't want to have them at the birthday party. See, like Alfie, the 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 wolf of Pearl Street, has a, a clean image. He at this point until Mac and Jack have been rescued and sufficiently laundered uh you just can't have him around alfie's too important alfie needs your support if this doesn't tell you his he birthday. needs support it's his birthday He's, his buddies aren't going to be there they can't be there they've been abducted mvp arena buy your tickets buy your gear reach out via social media right now is the moment alb firewalls whatever social media you love and say i heard levac and guys talking about alfie and his friends and birthday we're gonna watch the cross and entertain the fans always i have a lot of questions about alfie we want to get to know him more and more ALB firewalls on social media. Stop over the MVP. As long as Southpaw's the there, it's okay. Southpaw will represent. He'll, he'll yeah. do good. Tomorrow, 345, the Albany firewalls will be represented on this show. and Go out to support him this weekend. Yes. Whatever your cause is to support him. Happy birthday, yeah, Alfie. Happy birthday. The Wolf of Pearl Street. Pack the house. Pack the house, guys. Uh, hey, listen, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, why don't you wash your hands? Don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio 959 980 uh, uh, 1031 2 on your HD dial. Uh, guys, go ahead. Push the button. Go ahead.